Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. everybody hey welcome to another episode of booze and confused i am carol ann i am matt and it is monday night uh as we record this we decided to prioritize some family time this weekend uh so that's why we're a little late but it's still monday so it still counts still counts still counts close counts in horseshoes and hand grenades yes um you have a matt episode today um it's not a very good one i just have like a small idea of what it's about so we're just gonna do it live um but before we get into that a few housekeeping items um the first one is we are on all your favorite social media platforms uh we're on facebook instagram twitter and youtube um and now you can't give us dislikes on our youtube videos so ha thumbs down guy no you you can (laughs) give us dislikes we just don't know how many there are yeah okay true um and if social media is not really your thing but you still want to send us a message uh you can send us an email at boostingconfusedpodcast at gmail.com uh and uh, i'll be sure to sift through all the emails a few times a week uh to weed out like those good kohl's coupons that i get and um I don't know, the other random shit that I've gotten signed up for on our podcast email. Speaking of Instagram and pod emails, I would like to personally wish a very happy birthday to one of our listeners, Ashton, who actually has written in before to give us pod suggestions. So happy birthday, Ashton. Hope it's a good one. It's actually on Tuesday, so tomorrow. Oh, Ashton. Tuesday. Cheers. 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 Happy birthday. Thanks for listening to our very shit pod. I got to question your taste, man, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. And uh, the next housekeeping item is if you like the pod and you want to support us, the best way that you can do that is by leaving us a review and following or subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I know Spotify is a little bit trickier to do that, but... If you listen on like Apple Podcasts, definitely applies. Um, it's the best way that you can support any small indie podcast that you listen to. And um, I personally just always enjoy reading the uh, little notes that y'all leave. So thanks. <laughs> it's appreciated. And uh, the best part about that is if you take a screenshot of your, your review and you send it to us, uh, we'll send you some boost and confused stickers in the mail for free for free for you it's for free yeah (laughs) our stickers have already been paid for so it's fine um what else what's the last one what are you drinking oh um so since it's cold outside now yes it is dark beer weather i'm not a stout person if it's too dark for me to see through i don't drink it i know i'm in it for a bad time this is not a stout what is that this is a porter oh (laughs) sorry it's different because of the way that it is. Yeah, of course. This is actually a, a really good beer from 
one of my favorite uh, brewers, uh, Revolution Brewing. Yes. It is called the PB Eugene. It is a peanut butter porter, and it is uh, very chocolatey, very creamy peanut butter. It's, um, I wouldn't quite say it's like a Reese's, uh, but it's, it gets the job done. It's so nice. I like the um, packaging. You told me to smell it the other day, and I'm pretty sure I gagged. All dark beers taste uh, like soy sauce to me. Someone please tell me if that's a medical problem. No. And that was before COVID, by the way. So. No. Uh, revolution, please disregard what. <laughs> it's not revolution. It's me. <laughs> no, this is revolution. I want them to disregard what you just said. Great. Like, I just feel like we're really close to, like, sponsorship from revolution from brewing from revolution brewing notice me senpai <laughs> <laughs> i drink all of your beer at, at c2e2 oh god i'm so excited for c2e2 i'm, looking I'm forward so to excited it. for c2e2 i'm looking forward to it like i at heart i feel very at home at comic cons and not having c2e2 um for so long has has hurt so i'm very excited to be going this year like in two weeks. Oh, really? It's really that yes. that soon? It is that soon. I hope my costume isn't uh, going to be. Oh, wait. I know. what I'm. Wait. What are we going to be? Well, we were going to be. Um, I was going to be Mario and you were going to be Princess Peach. Right. And that was the justification that I had for spending the amount of money that I did on those for our Halloween costumes. Um, but then we watched Midnight Mass and I really wanted to be. Um, a couple of characters from that, and you told me no. Ooh, well, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, no. So if anyone has any good, like, easy cosplay ideas, um, let us know. I'm pretty crafty. I can come up with some stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was I a Cylon last year? Uh, you were not a Cylon. Right, I was not a Cylon, and it wasn't Wait. last year. It was, like two years ago yeah it was a shirt that said not a cylon and it was not sus at all and it got way more attention than costumes that i've actually tried to do i mean do you remember my cosplay of a uh, um jimmy buffett's cameo in jurassic park yeah, that was pretty funny it was pretty good that, that was, was i think one of my all-time best cosplays really it yeah it's the simple things if you don't go dressed up and and you're not looking for loads of attention, what are you doing with your life? Well, I went to one Comic-Con not dressed up, and I felt like an idiot. And that's not to say that people who go to cons not dressed up are idiots. Um, I think everybody has their own comfort levels and like ways that they enjoy things. But for me personally, I feel naked at a Comic-Con if I'm not wearing a cosplay. So, Well, I, um, I'd say I felt naked at that one C2E2 when I was a Mr. Me6. Oh, God. And that one girl dressed up as Rick asked me to be her Mr. Mr. Me6 forever. Forever. I just stood there laughing. Rather than defending my honor. No, I would never. Never. You let me sweat. Here you go. We weren't even married yet. No, we weren't. You're lucky I didn't go with that. Yeah. Oh, bye. Mm, Rick. I'd have to get a new executive producer. Yeah. But that's fine. All right. Well, 
let's get to the episode. I'm not drinking anything because I've had precisely 32 ounces of water between Thursday and today. So I'm massively paying for it. So I'm just going to drink water. Yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Um, so it's a school night, but you know, it, it's also a pod night. So that kind of like supersedes my it does my no beer rule yes for the weekdays but that's also been out the window because there was no school last week really yeah and i was you know halo's back yeah so halo's back when I die, i've never I been teabagged so many times in my life than halo what a great throwback to how terrible oh. i am not gonna lie i am a i'm an occasional teabagger i actually got reported <laughs> This guy goes, reported liberal. (laughs) How did he know? Because he sucked. Oh, so good. And so I guess that brings us to the topic of the episode, QAnon. Yeah, super smooth transition. Well, he called me a liberal. Yeah. And that seems to be one of the, like, the go-to insults. Yeah, yeah. If you are anywhere. Tell me what I am. (laughs) If you are anywhere left of me, you are a liberal. Ugh. God. Uh, but my my main thing was like, what the hell's going on with QAnon right now? Yeah, there's a lot I've heard in like the news, uh, politics. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to keep up. Right. So there was some rumblings of of QAnon, which you haven't seen really a ton. Um, not since January sixth. Yeah, maybe lay low for a little while. Let the heat kind of chill out a little mm-hmm. bit let mm-hmm. those uh gta stars uh-huh. drop uh-huh. a little bit uh-huh. so like the police chopper's not chasing you yeah yeah don't post on facebook for a while yeah but i definitely wanted to wait a little bit before we did this episode um because god forbid i was wrong and they were right then i'd be <laughs> really nervous yeah i'd be really nervous yeah yeah um yeah because if QAnon was right about something, um, we'd be in a world of trouble. Yeah, I feel like the only shit that I hear about QAnon is like some prediction that they make and then that day comes and the prediction doesn't come true and then they change the goalposts and they're like, no, actually, it's not it's not this day. It's the next day we misinterpreted. How would you even summarize Q? I don't know that I can. I'm putting you on the hot seat. That's actually in my notes. If you had read them, you'd have known. Yeah. It says, put Carol Ann <laughs> on the hot seat. I very explicitly said before we started this, I'm not going to open up the notes. I'm just going to roll with it. How would I explain QAnon? Um, I feel like QAnon is uh, made up of people who feel like they didn't fit in since like high school um and then i'm sorry is that mean so mean uh and then found each other in the most beautiful poetic way it's like all the kids in high school who were picked on and bullied go to college uh and are like oh i was really cool in college oh me too yeah let's hang out yeah you're so mean i am i wrong though we're not we're not gonna go there whether you're right or wrong because that's irrelevant because facts are irrelevant nowadays yeah um, if I were to define QAnon, um, I'd say they skew a little bit to the right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say a little bit. They've got some ideas and some theories. They're a little out there. Maybe they're following a... Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, the 
the uh, Q fellow that we speak of um, is a uh, like an internet anonymous individual troll. You know, I really yeah, it's kind of leans that way. It feels very trollish to me. Yeah, someone says, "Oh, I'm on the inside. Here's what's mm-hmm. going on," mm-hmm. and then just say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, what does Q stand for? Q. Great. It's just Q. Great. Okay. I'm Q. Yeah. Okay. I'm not Q. <laughs> I'm the great not... reveal. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, no, but like one of the big things that uh, Q supporters are, you know, fighting the good fight for is uh, combating the cabal of satanic baby eating democrat pedophile uh, sex trafficking uh, people and this includes democrats and politicians and well, uh, uh, like actors actresses musicians liberal media and me no 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 we're not involved with any of this but uh with the uh, rise of power of of former President Donald Trump, uh, things really blew into a a national, even like an international proportion. Things things got really off the rails. Yeah. So a question I have is, um, I feel like I I'm almost shocked I'm not more well versed in in this aspect. But uh, is QAnon like an international thing, or is it just uh, like really? stuck in the u.s with us i think it's very heavily uh, rooted in america mm-hmm. but i want to say i've seen QAnon gathering like videos of people in like england mm-hmm. you know england's had their own yeah their they, own they have thing. their own problems they've had their own thing yeah. going on yeah you're not special england okay you're stupid just like us oh yeah oh absolutely absolutely especially if you're from liverpool <laughs> reds do, do you and you support he, a red team from liverpool do you think he listens to this no way the person that you are very specifically calling no out. way and i adore that man <laughs> no you could call QAnon a cult yes almost absolutely at this point yeah no it's not it's not almost i think it is a cult i kind of want to start off with a, a brief history of QAnon. great brief and wild yes gonna go ahead and say that we don't believe this stuff no no this is just a brief timeline no no (laughs) no (laughs) it's like that kombucha girl yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah no we the way that i've described us uh to people who have asked about us doing conspiracy podcasts is we have one foot in the door of reality we just explore like alternate i don't know whatever you want to call it uh, but there's always that foot in the door of reality so i occasionally leave my shoes off in the house and walk outside barefoot so i i think no matter how much we cover i'm missing like a million things because there's so much and i feel like honestly i could have said anything today and would have sounded like it's legit Yes. That's part of the problem, I think. Yes. So here goes nothing. We're going to jump back to 2016, 2017. Uh, And this actually goes back to, uh, remember Anthony Weiner? Yes, I do. 
the name really suited his crime. Yes, it did. He was a politician from New York um, who was caught flashing his wiener and doing other stuff with, I believe, underaged. Yeah. Uh, girls. That rings a bell. It's something like that. So once he was kind of outed as this piece of garbage, uh, he was having his emails scoured, his PC picked apart, uh, and NYPD had allegedly discovered a pedophilia ring linked to members of the Democratic Party. Uh, this is, like, confirmed or? Allegedly. 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 Okay. Uh, and we can jump back to the John Podesta email fiasco. Yes. Uh, where conspiracy theorists claim that emails contain code words for pedophilia, human trafficking, and even a satanic cult. Oh, you know what? I actually totally remember like being invested in the updates coming from this. Um, this is Pizzagate. Just, yeah, just like trying to see what the hell people were talking about. Yeah, Pizzagate was so funny. It was like a meme. Yeah, until somebody went there with a fucking gun to like try to save the children from the basement that didn't exist. 100%. Uh one of the uh uh locations uh establishments that were involved in this uh satanic child sex ring uh was a pizza place called Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria. Yes. yes. Located in our nation's capital. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, members of the alt-right, conservative journalists and others uh, who really wanted uh, Clinton's prosecution over these emails uh, spread this conspiracy on social media. uh, And more than just that, I mean, we got like 4chan, 8chan, the Mm -hmm. real pits of uh, the Internet. And so, like you said, um, in response to this... uh, a man came to the pizzeria with an AR-15 and not only entered the you know the uh, restaurant but like shot rounds, mm-hmm. looking for this secret basement. Uh, really, um, oh his his name was um, uh, Edgar Welch. Okay. Yep. Thankfully, no one was hurt, uh, but this was like his moment of being the hero of saving the children. Did he save the children? There was no basement. There were, there were no children. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me that this shit is the start of QAnon? So uh, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not sure even. I think there's a link. I think there's a line. This is like, who's Pepe Silva? Yeah. This is this, this is, is like that. This is like the Always Sunny episode. All right. So there was no one there. But the, the AR-15 guy... Mr. Welch was not the last time this establishment was attacked. Yeah, I I would be shocked if it was only once. Numerous threatening phone calls, um, and then most recently, at least to what I found, uh, a 52 year old man named Yusuf Lee Jones set fire to the restaurant. People who worked there were able to put it out, but a 52 year old man. Uh, and this was in 2019. I like to imagine he like set a napkin on fire on the table or something. It was like, ha, 
fucking liberals and then like walked out expecting it to be like the movies where it explodes behind him yeah but uh this whole thing had a small resurgence in 2020 mainly due to the QAnon movement that had since gained friction in the public thanks to uh you know yes 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 that, that guy speaking of that guy uh we had some some news um about QAnon um there was quite a gathering in Dallas Texas earlier this month did you yes, hear about this? there was. I saw the aerial shots of it. Did you hear about this? Do you know about I this? I I heard about it. I don't like a hundred percent understand, uh, what was happening, but yeah, I saw I saw the pictures. Well, a major historical event happened in Dallas, Texas, uh, in a place called Dealey Plaza, more specifically the infamous Grassy Knoll which is where, of course, President JFK was uh, shot in the head and assassinated. Yes. So yeah. we have all these cures all lining up and down the streets uh, right on the spot where President Kennedy was assassinated, uh, waiting for something. And that was that none other than JFK Jr. would be showing up and uh, making big announcements that he would be joining uh, his cousin, Donald Trump, as his running mate in 2024. Um, small, small problem there. What is that? Uh, JFK Jr. has been dead for <laughs> like 20 years. So, you know, what's funny is I'm uh, a little out of the loop. And when I heard that they were sitting there waiting for JFK Jr. to show up and he never did, I was like, man, he, he uh, maybe he's got something on Twitter. Like that he wrote like, oh, sorry, can't make it. Kind of forget that he's been dead for a couple decades. JFK Jr. has been dead for 20 some years. <laughs> yeah, he, he's super dead. Yeah. This is wild. I don't even know where to start. And I don't know how many times I say, honestly, I don't know in my notes. Yeah. The folks who showed up to Dealey Plaza were waiting for JFK Jr., a.k.a. John John. And they call him John John. Call him John John, affectionately, to announce that not only that he was never dead, uh, that he was in fact hiding from the public until this very moment and that he would be joining, again, Donald Trump as his running mate for the next election. How is the connection made between JFK Jr. and Donald Trump? Oh, they're cousins. Right, but who established that? They're first cousins. Are they IRL, or is this like a Q thing? Oh, it's all about the bloodline. But are they actually? This goes back to Abraham Lincoln. Show me the ancestry DNA results. I want to see the family tree. Well, I've actually compiled a family tree for us. Oh, my God. So these bringers of justice, John John and Don Don. <laughs> John John and Don Don. That's what they call Don each Don. other. That's what they call Taking each other. your lunch money on the parking lot at recess. They would make the grand plan known and the satanic cabal of Democrats and actors and wealthy folks would be finally defeated and sent to Guantanamo Bay forever and ever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> 
Um, how does Mike Pence feel about all this? He's going to get replaced. I don't think Mike Pence is. I don't think so. Either. Answering any phone calls yeah. from Trump <laughs> at, at this point. Do not disturb. So let's try and get down to the bottom here. How are JFK Jr. and well, I guess JFK would be involved too then. But how are John John and Don Don related? I don't. I don't know. I don't get this. They're not. They're not. But I made up a family tree that sounds pretty good. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Uh, and I think this is almost more bananas than the actual underground secret society pulling the strings of uh, you know all the big countries in the world. Mm-hmm. Because I actually kind of believe that. Yeah, I kind of do too. Like, I yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know the super rich trying to stay that way. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be trying to control everything? Yeah. My my mom and I just had a conversation about uh Beth Jezos and how basically like what's his end game? Just like world domination. She was like I just heard that he's opening up pharmacies. He's going to be a he's going to be pharmacist and healthcare. He's giving people, you know, vaccines. Well, I don't know. I mean, Probably. honestly, if if he can start like price gouging like the he's makers of um uh all those drugs are so expensive. Oh, like insulin. And, oh my yeah. god, insulin? Insulin. Oh, that gets me so angry. But Yeah. yeah. Our healthcare soapbox for another day. I digress. We shouldn't be students at a lunch table. <laughs> Dinner table, sorry. Um so I I'm going to start with the Lincoln family. And again, I got to say, we don't subscribe to these ideologies. No, we don't. I also got to say FBI guy. Uh, no, I, I hope you saw me type that one search <laughs> query that said, I'm just doing research for a really small podcast episode. Yeah, I walked into the office and Matt's got about 25 tabs open. One, It's like dual like split screen, right? So one side is like the Lincolns and the other side is like, I don't fucking like QAnon. I, I found this video. It was... It was two QAnon supporters having this like video chat and you should have seen how enlightened they looked. One guy's talking about bloodline and power and control that's been waiting behind the scenes to make itself truly known. Of course, the wisest of people around us already have a pretty good idea of what's going on and they're privy to what's coming up. So, uh, right, the Lincoln bloodline, uh, Abraham Lincoln, what, like the 16th president? Something like that. I'm not very good at history. He died in, uh, I think, like 1865. Sounds about right. Like JFK, dome shot, ended him. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. I remember that much. He's just trying to have a nice night at the theater. It didn't go it so didn't, well. It, did, didn't, it didn't was not well. nice. It was not a nice night. So we got to jump to General George Patton. Which one is that? A famous American four-star general. Okay. Uh, served in Why both. Why not a five-star? I, th- I think the five-star general is the president. That was a that was a bad joke. You made me laugh the other day, though. So the other good day. for you. <laughs> and we've talked about it no less than four times. Yeah. No, he was a four-star general. He served in both. World War One and World War Two. He's got some pretty cool, like, 
fun names like uh, Bandito and Old Ooh. Blood and Guts. Ooh. Old Blood and Guts. Ooh. Well, he's the grandson of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. So that makes George Patton the son of William Wallace Lincoln. Okay. Now, William Wallace Lincoln died February 20th, 1862 from typhoid fever at the age of 11. Yes. I uh, just a little shout out to one of our last episodes. We did a uh, hauntings in the White House episode last year around Halloween, I think. And I'm pretty sure we talked about how Mary Todd did like a seance and some shit to try to see her dead son. Is that about right? Which, yes. And that breaks my heart. Yeah. It breaks my heart. Yeah. So just to clear some some uh, cobwebs, did some math. Wouldn't recommend it. But um, William Wallace Lincoln died about 23 years before General Patton was even born. And that's kind of how the entire family tree goes. These, like, near misses. Because you know what? Um, his cousin is Benito Mussolini, the Italian dictator. Is he actually, or? No, but Thomas Tad Lincoln is the father of Benito Mussolini. And I'm not really sure where that one goes, but this, this QAnon guy was very, like... <laughs> Got Mussolini Genius. over here? Yeah. <laughs> now, this is a part that kind of surprised me a little bit. So, you know, John F. Kennedy, pretty, you know, stand-up guy for the most part, right? Yeah. Turns out he had an older brother who his father was named Joseph Kennedy. He was apparently, like, priming the crap out of his son, joseph kennedy jr to be this like amazing president yes i actually do like vaguely remember this it's a very messed up family we could talk about um the sister yes okay i remember this now because i was doing research into the lobotomized sister of um, john f kennedy and, yes and then i yes okay this sounds about right so this this sounds like a classic, you know, overbearing father figure. Joseph Kennedy wanted his eldest son, Joseph Kennedy Jr., to be this president. Now, he was a uh, patrol bomber pilot in World War II. Uh, he dies oh, yep. in World War II. Yep. They never find his body, uh, but according to QAnon... He never died. He went into hiding, and he had children. Okay. Where would he have gone into hiding? There's literally tons of places to hide. You can hide anywhere in the world. Okay. Great. You can hide anywhere. He didn't die. Uh, I actually, again, I was I was reading a bit about the pressure, and that like JFK, our the one who became the president, mm -hmm. was kind of a kind of like a mess up. In the eyes Ugh. of his dad. It was oh. a lot of pressure. Oh. Uh, and the eldest brother had some pretty weird things to say about Adolf Hitler being kind of like, oh, he's really invigorating those German people. I really like what he's doing over oh, there. Oh, yucky. No. Something like that. Like, really, really out there. So, anyways, he never dies. Um, and 
He has children, and one of them is General Michael Flynn. I'm so, what? If you recall, uh, Michael Flynn served as the U.S. National Security Advisor for the first like 22 days of yes. Trump's administration. Yeah, him. Yes. That's his son. In real life, or no. okay, no, he died in World War II. Okay, yeah, he. So, anyways, uh, early November. Uh, we have scores, like hundreds of QAnon supporting Americans in Dealey Plaza, people who can vote just like you and me, uh, where, and so this is where JFK was assassinated, waiting for hours, like a parade, believing that unironically, wholeheartedly, that the assassinated president's dead son would reveal himself to the public like a messiah of of the uh, far right and let them know that we got this under control this is all according to plan in fact trump's been in the office since joe biden won back in was it january of what 2020 so why why now would he choose to come out of hiding well this is uh this is kind of a where it gets really kind of like biblical, which is kind of where the whole QAnon fringe. So there's a fringe of the fringe community, okay, which is QAnon. So QAnon is a fringe out there, left field theorist group. They themselves have a fringe group who's even more extreme than they are. Okay. Think of like Christianity as like, this umbrella religion and inside the umbrella you have denominations Mm -hmm. this is along the more extreme even further right i don't even know which way they go where it's it's becoming very like much a religion um okay i did not expect that no, you know, it, it 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 kind of unsettled me a little bit. I was kind of like, "Oh, that's it's kind of creepy." Ooh, don't drink the Kool Aid, right? And they have these great shirts. I I genuinely want one. They have Trump, uh, JFK Jr. like election shirts. No, and I want one. I want no. one so bad. No, you've been asking me what I want for Christmas. It's that I want the Donald Trump JFK Jr. twenty twenty four. Dark blue shirt, medium fit, please. If it's made in China, it probably is. If it's yeah. a little small, and that that suits me well. So they're having a great time. They're they're up and down the main road, and while they're waiting, they have these great chants like, "Did we land on the moon?" And they reply, "No." It's it's great. Oh no. So anyways, they're waiting for a specific moment of the day, 12:29 p.m., which is the exact time that JFK was shot. Why would his son decide to come to the place that he was like his dad was assassinated and then reveal himself at the exact time? Like that doesn't make sense to me. You don't see like the beauty in like the metaphor of like the death of one, the the life of another. It's it's beautiful. I mean, JFK was assassinated by the government, was he not? Whoa, we didn't say that. 
I, FBI guy. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, sorry, FBI guy, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I that's one of the theories that I would definitely believe. So, unless yeah, it was a, something to do with like, f the government, like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> at twelve twenty nine, when JJ and John John uh, didn't show up, they begin to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. That's so creepy. Yeah, maybe the Pledge of Allegiance is already incredibly creepy to me. Now that I'm an adult, um, I grew. I we have a lot of um, shockingly European listeners. I don't know why, uh, but when you see on TV like kids reciting uh, the Pledge of Allegiance before class, that's real. That happens. I grew up doing that. It's really fucking weird. It's very weird. Uh, yeah. And you don't know how weird it is until you get to college and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. Every day. Every day I yeah. have to do it as a teacher. And um, I'm very patriotic. I, I just something feels like a little it's that. And like before every sporting event, uh-huh. having like the national anthem. Yeah. Like I know uh, in a lot of european sports they have like their pomp before games but it's not the anthem they save the anthem for like the big games and i'm all about that anyways maybe traffic was bad but john john didn't show um i've never driven through dallas i heard it's lovely this time of the year um but they wonder where's jfk jr he didn't show they have an answer for it of course they do. There's always an answer. What was the answer? Later that evening in Dallas, there was a Rolling Stones concert. No. John John was then um, supposed to allegedly show up and announce all these things at the Rolling Stones concert. That's a bit rude, isn't it? Do you think the Rolling Stones w- would be in on it? Would I... John John just go up there and take the mic? Wait a minute. I think you're onto something there. That's the theory. The theory is Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones is actually JFK Jr. Is it really? That's the QAnon That's theory. That's the theory. Uh, and you know what? Uh, if you pull up a side-by-side picture of current Keith Richards and the I don't know one of the last images of JFK Jr. and you squint your eyes really hard and you think about how JFK K Jr. might have aged had he not died in a plane crash in 1999. There's a resemblance. All right, hold on. I'm gonna do it live. It is so, a bit jarring, Keith actually. Richards and uh, JFK. Yeah, you gotta type the whole thing. Junior. It's a All Rolling right, Stone article. Go to the Rolling Stone article, and it's it's astounding. All right, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm doing this live. I I do not <laughs> I do not see it. Hold on. Maybe I'm not squinting and leaning back far enough. Hold on. For reference, she is currently doing that. I um I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, you know who does see it? <laughs> you hundreds of people yeah i, I must be in the wrong so i mean that's 
really the end. Um, there is some silver lining, though, to this, uh, that the fringe group theory QAnon have people who they say are, like, batshit crazy. But still, people who can vote, people who are just like us, who look for patterns, and that that's part of, like, the human brain is, like, finding patterns and trying to make sense of things. But it's like it's like doing the math wrong and getting the right answer, but they're doing the math wrong and getting the wrong answer and thinking it's right. <laughs> that is actually the um, perfect, what would I call that, a metaphor? It's like analogy? an analogy. Yeah. It's like an analogy. Yeah. Uh, so to, to wrap things up for this episode, I found a QAnon and uh, a disgruntled QAnon follower who wrote an open letter to Donald Trump after so many of these predictions did not come true. I'm really excited for this. So have you heard of Telegram? Yes. Uh, what is Telegram? This is, is kind of like beyond me. Uh, I think it's like a new social media app. No? I, I think so. It's it's It seems like it is where the um the outcasts of facebook and twitter have gone and probably uh i know like the donald got shut down on reddit um so i'm pretty sure that they all went over there and they've been moving from thing to thing yeah what was the one but oh is it parlor parlor yeah we gotta make one of those still for our 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 podcast a parlor Mm -hmm. no so this uh telegram user his name's donnie warren he shared this letter, and um, he he had been getting more and more involved in the QAnon conspiracies, like in January, and he was getting ready for this thing called Red October. What is Red October? Oof, it's a it's a pretty gruesome. I will look it up on my own. Time. No, no, no. I'm I have it right here. I just, oh great, it's okay. gruesome. It is this claim that members of the global satanic cabal of the elite uh, child-eating pedophiles and their enablers around the world would be apprehended in mass arrests and or killed in the streets. Uh, Quote, blood would flow down the streets of America. Who comes up with this shit? Biblical folk. Uh, So... Warren said that he had started to become a bit disillusioned after the many promises from Q of the arrests uh, never happened to come to existence. Uh, And he said, this is his letter. I want to like have like a funny voice like we haven't seen anything happen, (laughs) but I can't I can't pull that off. No, he says we have seen nothing happen. I told a few of my awake friends that either this would be the best Thanksgiving ever or the worst. Well, guess one. Guess which one it was. Was it the worst? It was the worst one. He says, For months I have anticipated each day with excitement, knowing that I was watching my president and his crews of patriots take back our country and our freedom. He continues, I am losing that excitement now. This is starting to get very old. I will not be checking lynn woods page or general michael flynn or any others for a good while i'm so tired of this lynn wood is insane right lynn wood is absolutely insane i'm sorry continue 
Oh, well, then after saying he's so tired of it, he kind of talks about his own personal problems. He says, um, on a personal level, my wife is struggling physically. She has an autoimmune disease that is greatly uh, increasing, causing her pain and suffering as the weeks drag on. She could use a med bed, and so could two of our children who have taken the vaccine. They think I am nuts for believing in all of this and how many millions more across the country need a med bed. My family is struggling and so is our country. Uh, He also opened the letter up to President Xi Jinping of China, President Vladimir Putin of Russia, and General Michael Flynn. Of course, JFK Jr., who he believes is still alive and then whoever else was pulling the strings. So, I mean, it seems like he's he's really on his last legs, which, I mean, sucks for him. But uh, he's just one of so many people who are fully in on this whole theory. Um, you know, the whole thing where, like, Joe Biden is a fake president and that Trump is still in, in, in the office uh, and that all the high-profile Democrats and the actors of Hollywood are going to be put on trial and like executed publicly. Uh, I don't know. I think what the scariest part of all of this is is not that there's people who believe this, but there's people in power of our government who do believe this stuff. Yeah, people elected... QAnon believers into Congress. Yeah. Shocking. I mean, not shocking at all, but I think it's scary uh, just how quickly something like that can come to extreme power. Yeah. And um, it really seems that since the 2020 inauguration of Joe Biden, the uh, QAnon movement has kind of fractured a bit. Um, where some have latched on to maybe other theories, like the election was stolen, um, or or that, again, like Trump's still in charge. But the thing is, Trump has endorsed Republicans who support these claims. Yes. Yeah. And they've even had, like, QAnon conventions in, like, Vegas. Yes, also, yes. Uh, to be a fly on the wall there, that would have been awesome. So while some have kind of lost the fire, other QAnon followers have like doubled down and are the fringe of the fringe of the fringe. Yeah, I think I probably sounded like an asshole earlier when I said that people who are part of QAnon like didn't fit in anywhere in high school and college and then finally found like brotherhood in QAnon. But like kind of facetiously but also seriously like they i think are a strong group because they do have some sort of like unity between one another like don't they literally have a tagline that's like where we go one we go all is that a QAnon thing oh they have a lot of those fun sayings yeah um and so i i think like People who are, and this this is true if you want to get into the psychology of, of cults, this is true for anybody who joins any kind of cult, but like there's something clearly missing from this person's life where they find some sort of like solace in that group and that's why they join. Um, and that's like, that's why people fucking join QAnon. 
I, I don't know. And that's why they get so deep into these rabbit holes. And I just genuinely feel for anybody who's lost a family member, a loved one, a friend uh, to QAnon because it fucking sucks. It sucks to like watch somebody go down that that rabbit hole and there's nothing you can do to really help them because anything that you give them is just like fake news. It's manipulated. Yeah. yeah and, you know, it's it's really like they have to want to help themselves. Uh, which brings me to a point that I didn't know we were going to get to. Uh, if you're into Reddit at all and you find yourself being somebody who has a, a loved one or, uh, you know, friend, family member who's joined QAnon, um, there is a subreddit for you. Or if you just want to read stories from people who have gone through this, um, the subreddit is called QAnon Casualties. I'm sure there's other subreddits that are similar to this. I know that there's one for cults. Um, just like our cults, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I perused a lot of these stories and they're really fucking sad. They're really, really sad. It, it starts off as like somebody believing something super simple or like something that we can laugh at. And then it really spirals from there. So that's all I got to say. Yeah. As long as it's far enough away from your circle of, you know, friends. Yeah. It's funny as hell. Yeah. And that's not funny yeah and then it's not funny and then it's not funny no i um you got really serious i was about to go down a, like a silly path yeah oh sorry um there's this great meme it's like the <laughs> the throat goat meme have you seen this no i don't know what that is uh there's a collection of pictures of barack obama eating hot dogs <laughs> He's eating hot dogs, and this guy says, Obama, really, the glizzy gulper. And then uh, this guy says, Trump could never throat that much glizzy. And some guy whose uh, name is Bernie Johnson MAGA 20 says, yes, he could, you idiot. And the reply is, you mad because Obama is the throat goat. <laughs> this guy responds, he isn't the throat goat. Trump could throat more than him any day. <laughs> I I'm I I think I'm done here. I'm done. If if you get a chance, listener, um, just look up like Obama Trump hot dog meme, and you'll find a whole article about it. It's great. Uh, Glizzy gulper, so good. Um, that's it. That's it. Is that today's episode? We start with the pizza parlor getting shot up, and we end, end with, with the hot, hot dog meme. Yeah, as is uh, Chicago. As is tradition. All right. Well, that's that's, I guess, all that we have for you today. If you're still listening, bless you. Yeah, this was a weird one. I, I again, I feel like I could have said literally anything and it would have sounded like a QAnon conspiracy. Yeah, I'm sure there is a QAnon conspiracy for everything. That's a conspiracy. That is a conspiracy. Until so, next time. Until next time. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.